CBS Saturday Night Movies, this gentleman saved this little's life, but they accused him of harming her. Do this ourselves. And he was tragically murdered. Now, one by one, the men of this town are dying. This is Avenger. Is it the dead man's grief-stricken mother? They killed my boy! The little girl who loved him. I know what you did to brother. Or could it be the Scarecrow? Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, coming up next. Welcome back, everyone, to Thrills and Chills Season 5. I am Lacey Lou, and with me is... Dan Jace. Ooh, are you, uh, oh God, what was it, D'Angela? D'Angela <laughs> <laughs> has returned? No, I'm the Wolf Dan. Wolf Dan? I don't get it. Like, you are Dracula, I'm the Wolf Dan. Oh, like Wolf <sighs> Man. Oh, yeah. okay, I get, that was actually kind of clever. You're welcome, America. Wolf Dan. Yeah. I likes it. Shot through the heart <laughs> and got so late. And for this episode, too, of Thrills and Chills, we have returning guest and a frequent commentator of mine, the one and only from NFW, Neil Newt Nudie. What is up? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nudie didn't do it. <laughs> I don't get it. What do you mean? <laughs> Bubba didn't do it. Oh, okay. All right, that makes sense. Wow. <laughs> I've only seen the movie twice, so... Forgive me. <laughs> how is your October going? We're only a couple days in, but how is it going, Newts? Oh, freaking wonderful. Just like every other fucking month. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it really any different than any other month, honestly? Or or is it just exactly the fucking same? Pretty much the same. I mean, other than at the end of the month, we'll put on a costume. Other oh, than that, you pretty your, much the same. Do you have yours already this year? Oh, yeah, I bought my costume for this year at the end of last year when they had a Gigantor sale. <laughs> and ready to go. All I got to say is it's going to be an epic costume, but I just hope it's not so fucking hot out because I'm going to die inside of it. Can we have a clue? No. Get a fucking clue. <laughs> is it Winnie the Pooh? No. Blood and honey, is baby. it Blood Dan and Chase asking for the helpsies? Is it the Stay yeah. Puffed Marshmallows? I'm going to just walk around with snow angels behind me. Helpsies! <laughs> You're fucking welcome. Don't forget, you got to wear hot pants, too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's, those are big shoes to fill. Or a big dick to fill. Yeah, All it's right. true. It's a whole uh, fucking uh, Bates Motel sign to cover it. <laughs> right. And I don't even think it does cover. I think you can still see his little. Because <laughs> my cock so fucking huge. Is it though? His balls are hanging. Can sign it or can cover it? Is it really that big? All right, continue with All the right. fucking show. Anyways, <laughs> you should go with you, so I must do something right. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Um, <laughs> Aw. Dan's a good dude. Now, Nudie. Nobody Fuck wants you. To I'm holding back so much shit that I can't say right now. Because then I'll sound like an asshole. So, yeah, we'll just go with I got a small dick. <laughs> All right. Enough talk about Dan's dick. I feel like it always makes it onto the airwaves when we podcast with Nudie for some reason. Right. Next time I'm just going to whip it out and slap it I never it right bring it up. <laughs> well, Take out all four hours. Hotel sign, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nudie, we know that you are a lover of Spirit Halloween. Have you gone yet this year? No. I'm trying to save up some cash so I can get an animatronic this year, but I don't know which one I want to get yet. Get the leather face one. Yeah, you gotta get the leather face one. 350. It's just don't like the, the mask on. It's it's from that fucking New Beginning or whatever mask. With all, oh, the make, with, all the, with all the makeup and shit. The one that Renee Zellweger made him? Yeah. No. Uh, what? Yeah, I feel like she made it from her own face. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> She's that fucking ugly. Uh, the, I hate Renee. The Mars Attack there. one is pretty cool. Oh, Mars Attack is cool. Yep. yep. Yeah, but it doesn't go. Act, so, act, act, act. 
<laughs> right. That would, that would be great if it did that. And if it doesn't do that, I mean, really, is it worth buying? I don't even think we stomped on that one when we went, did we? No. So we don't know if it makes that noise or not. And we've gone three yeah. times. The pumpkin that splits apart is pretty cool. What the yeah. fuck is that? I, I haven't seen that one. Oh, like, it's on a stand, and it, and it, like, opens up wide, and like, it jumps up. It was online and shit. Maybe they don't have it anymore, but the uh, now, you, one is... A place like that, Nudie, do you think it's like a ripoff or <laughs> do you love it? Because, I mean, technically you can buy all that shit online, but to me it's all about just going in there and the, the experience of it. You know, it's all in one fucking place. Yep. The one I'm kind of eyeing is the, the Exorcist one. I think that one's really cool. It, it shows a, a video in the back of it of the Zuzu on the wall. Oh, that's that right. Cool. I like the Killer Clown one. Yeah. There's so many yeah, good ones. There really are. Yeah. How many animatronics do you have? I think we talked about this last year, but I forget. I don't have any. <laughs> my buddy, oh, no. little, my friend's little kid who's like 13, he has like 17 of them. <laughs> I don't have one. Oh, wow. 17 of them? Where does he store them? In his, He puts a couple in his room and the rest he leaves away for the year. And then they always go... Uh, camping down here on Halloween at Disney and they all they have uh, all the campsites set up for Halloween so they uh, yeah. put, they put it all out there and people drive around in their little pargos and look at all the, the campsites set up and shit it's pretty cool that's dude I did that one year I did that with my cousin it was one of the best Halloweens ever because yeah it's, it's all trailers it's a fucking campground right but they all fucking decorated, and I remember they had a dance at the fucking dance hall when I was, like, 13 years old. And I was like, this is the greatest thing ever, you know? It was fucking cool. Yep. It was a nice little setup. Yeah. So I might go hang out with them for one of the nights this year and check all that shit out. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. There was one place, yeah. one campsite last year had a, you have, you know the Haunted Mansion? You ever been to it? No. They had, like, a, they had like, a horse, horse and buggy carriage out in front of it. That the horses are like invisible ghosts, you know. So they had this this campsite had the whole setup in front of it of the gigantic buggy. It was really cool. Yeah, I'm a little concerned. Um, my October, um, I've wanted jury duty like my entire uh, life. Oh, here we go. And <laughs> I finally get the summons. Why did it have to be this month though? Right, and a sketchy ass case. Well, we can't talk about that, though. I just um, did. I can't. Wow, um, you got, you got picked for a case? Um, well, there's a case, but I don't know if I'm picked for it. Uh, like, usually when I get summoned, we yeah. just go and sit there, and then they, they decide if they're going to pick numbers. They don't even pick you by name. They pick you by number. And then if you're, if you're lucky enough, you don't get picked and you get to go home. But <laughs> I've well, been picked so many times, it sucks. How... So I got my summons, and there's, like, a barcode on it. And so I scanned the barcode, and I had to fill out the questionnaire. And then it um, it told me what case I would be doing if I was selected. Oh, wow. Yeah, they do it differently. That's weird. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I've never, that. yeah. I actually don't think that's a normal process here either, but I do think in specific instances like, like that one. You know what I mean? It has less yeah. to do with you with more the case yeah like it's like there's some sensitivity to it mm -hmm, so i mm -hmm. think that might be why um it's a pretty big case so right. can't talk about it though that's all i can say don't talk about it anyway <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm still sick i cannot get over this cough yeah but like yeah you've been sick but you've done seven podcasts in the past like three days or two days well we got it like, you do more time. podcasting than fucking all the well-abled ones that talk all the shit <laughs> she's a trooper right i do what i can everybody always wonders though. everybody always hits us up how do you get these things how do you get this like first of all a number one it's like nudie that's usually the answer second she works her fucking ass off all the time like she's always up here doing interviews grinding them out all those interviews that like nobody really wants those are the ones she takes because it keeps her in good graces with everyone and like you keep fucking after it. But nobody sees that ever. Everybody just sees like, oh, how do you get that person? I want that person. Well, that's how yeah. hard work. 
yeah, no, it was super cool to uh, get an interview. Um, some people from Cartoon Network and Adult Swim. Um, we interviewed the people from uh, the Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Fucking cream of the crop. That fucking movie was so hilarious, too. Like, to me, there's nothing funnier. Like, it, that to me is, like, one of the funniest fucking cartoons ever. What is your favorite cartoon Halloween-themed episode, Nudie? Can't say Simpsons. <laughs> no. I guess the, the Charlie Brown Halloween special, I guess. I got a rock. I got a rock. Did you ever get a rock? <laughs> Did I have a what? Did you ever get a rock when you went trick or treating? Of course not. People, people don't do that. I got coal. Coal. One year I was had coal in my trick chocolate bag. coal. No, it was literal coal. And then somebody also gave me a toothbrush. Somebody gave me. Why didn't you egg these houses? I, well, because you don't know. Like, it's weird. Like, because I check my <laughs> shit at after every house. Did you really? I assess the candy, and if it is not, uh, you know, to my liking, your house is getting fucked. I up. also got like a Jehovah Witness pamphlet once. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what neighborhoods my parents were taking me to. Like, <laughs> you like, found your Lord and Candy Savior. Wow. Apparently it wasn't you, bitch. Be like, no, no, give me my fucking... Uh, I can clearly no, say I've never gotten cold. <laughs> no, and right? then there would be like these asshole people like that would just fuck with the kids like they'd have their light on and as soon as you like hit their porch they shut it off. But why? What is wrong with Iowa kids? Yo, Boston kids would have fucked your shit up. I was just like, eh. like, and it was like such a steep driveway too. That Wait, like, do you remember where they lived, baby? <laughs> Let's yeah, go. Why the fuck? This was like, I want to go years ago. Well, <laughs> payback's a bitch. They're probably dead. <laughs> payback is a bitch. Well, good. I don't know. <laughs> All right, nudie, we do have a bit of a game. No, don't worry, it's not Mad Libs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Christ. Uh, I'm gonna ask you some Halloween history of trivia. Okay. How do you feel like you are with Halloween history trivia? Halloween the movies or just Halloween in general? <laughs> Halloween history. He's better off with the movies. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll give it a shot. <laughs> I got this game from Spirit Halloween. How many times did Loomis shoot him? Six times and seven times in the remake in part two. <laughs> All right, Nudie. Question numero uno. Which festival was responsible for the start of Halloween? A, Listen. the festival. Uh-huh. Oh my God. I didn't know it was an A, B, or C. Oh, yeah. it's, it's A, B, C, or D. All right. A, the Festival of Samhain. Is it Samhain? Is that how mm -hmm. you say that? No. Now, B, if, you listen, if you listen to, to our friend, he says it's Samhain. What? If you listen to our friend, Dave Z, it's Samhain. Samhain? not Samhain. So, A, anyways, during Samhain. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. B. All Saints Day, <laughs> C, the gruesome gala, or D, the Day of the Dead. Oh, that's easy. It's Samhain. That is correct. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> what do I win? The next question. All right. <laughs> Newbie's always asking, <clears throat> what did he win? You want to scream popcorn bucket. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh, next question. During Halloween celebrations, it is common to candy this type of fruit. Oh, Jesus. A, corn. B, pears. D, apples. Or D, plums. <laughs> apples. Ding ding! <laughs> I was gonna. I was hoping that you candy these plums. Plums. <laughs> wow. I am the king of Taylor Swift trivia. 
<laughs> did it, did you just turn into Philip Philip Perrin? <laughs> all right all right question instead of trick or treat children in some parts of mexico some parts of mexico say this to ask for candy a open up run it's the cartel <laughs> wow baby uh b i've scared <laughs> run it's the cartel b i've scared away the monsters c Run, it's the cartel. No, <laughs> <laughs> C, I'll cast a spell on you. D, can you give me my little skull? Oh, Jesus. Um, Please, senor, we have to get across the border. <laughs> I guess I'll take a guess on C. No. <laughs> it is, can you... Get me across the border. No, I'm kidding. Um, can you give me my little skull? Okay. <laughs> All right. Those max. All right. Are... Next... All right. Next question. God, <clears throat> I should have had you read these. Um, I can't read. I know. That's why I didn't have you do it. Mm. <laughs> the tradition of Halloween originated with an ancient festival celebrated by this culture. Scottish, summer, Celtic, Egyptian. Oh, that's easy. Walk like an Egyptian. Wow. Celtic. Dun, dun. Celtic. Is that how you said? I said Celtic. Celtic pride. Is it Celtic or Celtic? It's, it's Celtic. Celtic. But that is correct. Three. They say Celtic. Well, it looks like Celtic. Celtic pride, baby. Well, we're from Boston, so we say Celtic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, last question. Celtics okay. made up Halloween. Right. Scary Terry. Scary Terry. All right. All right. Final question, Newts. Through though a popular image in movies and art, a full moon on Halloween only occurs roughly once every six years, ten years, fifteen years, nineteen years. Jeez. Or every time we say. <laughs> oh Jesus! I don't know. Fifteen? No. Nineteen. It was ni- nineteen. Nineteen. What an odd number. That is. It is actually an odd number. It's not an even number. It's an odd number. Wow. I know. We're just full of like. <laughs> you're you're as good as math as I am reading. <laughs> yeah, I can't even pronounce Celtic. <laughs> we put names into a hat or a spinner thing and the movies randomized so how did you feel you got to your shake this year i love it (laughs) love it love it love it so you were happy with your pick Mm -hmm. it's a great movie (laughs) have you ever been thoroughly disappointed by any of your picks that you've gotten for the show well Last year I was thoroughly disappointed, but then we changed it. <laughs> Did you have so, yeah. Focus Focus one or two? I think I had the first one, and your, your uncle or something had the second one. Oh, yeah, we never even did those. Hocus Pocus 2 was the biggest fucking piece of shit I've ever seen. It right? was bad. Did you know that I part two was totally- What? The second part to this movie? Uh, yeah. Uh, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow is the movie that we're doing, everybody, on this. Uh, no, I've actually, um, it didn't it just come out like last year. I think so. It's on my, my Plex, but I haven't yet to watch it. So I might watch it in my 31 days of horror. What do you mean you didn't watch it in per- preparation for this show? This one I watched, but I didn't watch part two. <laughs> um, did you, all right, so... Dark Knight of the Scarecrow actually was a made-for-TV movie. Did you watch it when it aired on TV? I sure did. I was 12 years old. 12 years old. What network did it air on? I believe it was CBS. I'm not 100% sure you're talking, you know, 1981. So, but I believe it was CBS. Was it like a big event? 
pretty damn good, yeah. I mean, you know, back then, TV movies were a thing. They, they actually, yeah, it was on CBS. So, yeah, they um, they took their their pride in these movies and made most of these, a, you know, good shit. Like, uh, you know, they didn't, they didn't show theater movies too often back then. So if they did, it was a big event, like when Halloween or Halloween 2 was to play on TV. So it was a big event. And, uh, yeah, so... They really put effort and time into these TV movies, and this one they did really excellent. It was scary. Still is. Now, when you were watching it, were you eating a kid cuisine? <laughs> the what? The what? <laughs> I, I think that was like a 90s kid thing. I was just picturing newly eating a kid cuisine. Uh, see, I watching. was actually picturing. That's funny because my question referenced <laughs> him watching it as well. I, I know. He had a tray. He no, had another tray. No, I'm picturing him sitting cross-legged, like right smack dab face-to-face with the Yeah, kid. he's a little shit. Right. Exactly. Back then, we didn't have... Uh, 70-inch TVs, so, yeah, you know. Did you sit up close to watch it? Like, were you, like, sitting on the floor, like, right in front of the TV? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, let me ask you a question, though, honestly. Now, with them being on TV and, like, you know that, well, at least we know now, uh, having, you know, uh, seen all the different sides of it with streaming services now or whatever, but do you think that it adds to it it being on TV and knowing that it's probably you're never going to see it again. Like you get one shot at it and that's that. Do you think that alone makes it more special? Yeah, because like you said, you don't like now we can see pretty much anything we want at any turn right. somewhere. Somebody has it. But that was like I have told this that show Kolchak, the Night Stalker back in yep. the day. That was a 20 episode run. And when it ran, that was it. It wasn't on for years. And wow. like I used to, we used to buy the TV guide every week, and every week I would run to the Friday night section and look at, you know, midnight on CBS because back in the day they had a, like a crime drama type, two hour spot where they would show old shows, Kolchak, and they would show uh, Kojak or Streets of San Francisco, all these old cop shows. Yeah. Um, I used to just run and think, oh here it comes, you know, Kolchak's back again for another, another run, and then it would disappear again for years and years and years. And then, so it did, it made it special when it was on, because that, like you said, it would be forever or whenever you can see it again. So, yeah, and then they always showed the previews before the movies would play, you know, we, next week it would be, you know, Dark Knight of Scarecrow next Friday, and then they would show it throughout the week. So you always got hyped up for it, and like Kiss Me, the Phantom of the Park was like that too, you know? That was a big movie when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, same with Christmas, too. It's the same kind of vibes where, yeah, those those Christmas specials come on and you try and and you try and get them. Yeah, now I think we have so much access that it it takes something like inside you to, like, get yourself hyped up. Do you know what I mean? Like, I used to write down the TV guide schedule on a piece of paper. You know what I mean? Like, we've talked about this. And I'd get so fucking excited mapping it all out. And then I'd have, like, an overlap and, like, my world would crumble. And I'd be like, what am I going to do? <laughs> well, yep. and I feel like this is why, like, I make events out of, like, Halloween and, yes. and Christmas. You know, yes. doing thrills and chills yep. and then 12 Days of Chasemus. Um, you know, like, I watch as many fucking Christmas movies during, you know, between Thanksgiving to Christmas as humanly possible. You make an event out of everything. I try. Yeah, and no, then, you succeed, though. You, and, you do it. And with Halloween, you know, doing the 31 Days Challenge. Are you doing a challenge this year, Nudie? I think I forgot to ask you that. Yeah, I'm going to try. Last year, I, I just scraped it and made it, just made it last year. I might have done, like, a couple extra, but I had, I threw in a couple of Cold Jack episodes because it was easy, you know? I'm gonna try yeah. to watch try to watch them this year if I can, but I can't do right. one every day. So I'm gonna right. like some days I'll have to throw in two or three in one day just to catch up. But right. So are you just gonna try to watch 31 horror movies at random or? Yeah, I'm gonna. I got a lot on Netflix that I have not seen yet, so I'm gonna try to watch a bunch of new ones as well. But you know, you gotta watch the old favorites. I mean, we have uh, Friday the 13th this year in October, so you know. I always try to do a marathon. I always end up maybe four or five of them. So I think this year I'll start with like part six and work my way to the end. I always start with the first one and then I never finish them. 
So I think <laughs> yeah. I'll start. Yeah. I'll start that way in the middle and go down. Go down that route. <laughs> I usually get to five and get discarded and turn it off. Yeah, just it's, I mean I love them. Don't get me wrong; it's my favorite series. But after watching five in a row or something, it's like okay, I'm done. Right, and we try to do different stuff every year. I, I'm hoping that we got something different planned here for uh, Friday the 13th that uh, is a little different than what we've done in previous years and stuff like that. But, yeah, you can only do so much with those movies, especially, too, when, like, it's a franchise that uh, we all love it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and fucking bash that franchise. But at the same time, as far as, like, new content, it's fucking been dead in the water, no pun intended, forever, you know? And it's just kind of like, it's kind of sad. And it's just kind of like, I would like to see a revitalization. You know, it's funny. We were just talking about the uh, Spirit Halloween uh, setups there and stuff. Why don't they have fucking Billy on his tricycle out there this year? Right? They kind of fucked up on that. They should have been ahead of the marketing because Saw's fucking huge right now. And they could be making bank off of that one. Trick Trick or Treat Studios has a... A life-size Billy for like five hundred bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. Five hundred dollars, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does. He says he says stuff, and I guess he plays the theme song too. If you hit the right button. No fucking way, baby. I don't know if he rides on a bike though. I don't know about the bike, but that'd <laughs> <laughs> be fucking awesome if he did. Christmas. You'd rather have that over like a PlayStation Five? Yes, holla. <laughs> uh, all right dark night of the scarecrow dan this was a first time watch from you what did you expect going into it prior to watching it i was excited to see Kristen bale in action again i didn't read the full title wow. <laughs> this is the first time you saw this <laughs> yeah first time i've never wow. seen this before um but when i was watching it though when I saw, what's his name? Larry Drake is the actor's name, right? Uh, Darkman. Yeah. Um, when I saw him in it, and it was kind of like, uh, it reminded me of like old school Frankenstein, right? Like yeah. that opening sequence with the little girl and stuff. And the flower, yeah. <laughs> I've seen that before. I cannot tell you where. Like, I know Frankenstein? that. Frankenstein? No, <laughs> no, this movie with fucking Darkman. And it's I probably know like that a I. Clip show. I think they had <laughs> clips of this in different clip shows before. Uh, see, that would make the most sense out of anything, 100%. Yeah, and I don't know, it, it's movies like this, actually, and we're covering the Pumpkinhead series um, this year as well, but it's movies like this and Pumpkinhead that personally, and, and we'll, we'll find out if, if my personal views have changed on these movies, but personally, I always thought that they were like second, third tier Halloween movies to me. Like, I kind of just was like, uh, you know, the Homer Simpson, you know, scoff my nose at him, you know? Like, you are Homer Simpson. Right. So it was very <laughs> much that mentality uh, going into it. So we'll see if I change my mind by the end. Hmm. A little teaser there. Keep, well, keep the kids guessing. Well, had you heard of this movie before this podcast? Yes, I, I've heard of it and I've seen the uh, cover before for sure. Well, what do you think of the cover? Let's talk about that. It's pretty good. Um, does it give you like Halloween feel just looking at the cover? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it. Yes and no. Like there's there's certain movies that double down on that. And for me, I think that this movie would have benefited a lot more if it had actually more Halloween in it. But I know that's not really it's not really conducive with what the story is too with like what four or five rednecks or whatever the hell it is. So I guess like it doesn't really fit in with that story. But I would have liked to see the ambiance bumped up a little bit. But we did get a lot with the with the with the little girl and her her school was it? Yeah. And, and all that kind of stuff. So it was cool. I'm not complaining. Anything Halloween is great but you always have those movies that halloween's kind of in the background perfect example this year in scream six right mm -hmm. that was during halloween there's nothing halloween about that movie i mean they're at a halloween party Just but it's it's very much in the background um i wouldn't say that this movie puts it that far in the back but it, it's still kind of you know well, um, scarecrow is like fall um, right, but that's what you said. The movie was actually lacking is like you don't. Get but that's what I'm saying. See, there's no scarecrow. We didn't get anything. They were all fucking off-screen kills and fucking you know. Well, it's a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, it's a in TV 81. movie in 1981. I mean, 
It's not like today where you can behead somebody on a TV movie. Right. No, I, I, I understand. But yeah, for his time, it was actually pretty, had some pretty gory shit for his time. I mean, when the, uh, the, uh, the pitchfork was dripping blood and shit, that was, that for, for 81 on TV, that was kind of, kind of gory for TV. Dude, that was, that was fucked up. And them shooting him was super fucked up. Like you had, you had kind of said, all right, ready, watch this. And I'm like, all right, you know. And I watched it, and I was like, damn, that's fucked up. Well, I was like, like, this movie made me, like, emotional the first time I watched it. I watched it, I think it was last year or the year before. It was his like, eyes on your It was the eyes. It's his and eyes. And it was just so sad, and they are like, we're going to go play hide, you know? What? Yeah. What's this? <laughs> be, be honest. What's the scariest scarecrow scene in any movie? And there's the only one answer. Is it? Batman Begins. No, what? The, the, <laughs> <laughs> you said there's a scarecrow. Oh yeah. Uh, nudie? Anything? Nah, I don't know. Coming to mind. When Mia Goth fucks <laughs> him in Pearl. No, no, that's what my dick. I said the scarecrow. Yeah, that was a great scene. Charcat fucking him and fucking Tales oh, from the Crypt. Oh, actually, that's pretty good. I was gonna say the scene in Jeepers Creepers too, oh. with the kid in the beginning. When he's looking at the scarecrow, and then he looks back, and it and it and it's looking at him, and it turns its fucking head straight real quick. That's fucking scary. To when me. they put Clark Kent on the thing in Smallville. Jesus Christ, baby! You're welcome. <laughs> so not so. All right. Um, anyway, the CW nope. lover would be but, loving this right now. Uh, right, but here's my point though. Right, Wendy. But the thing is, there's not a lot of Scarecrow stuff in movies, right? Right. There just isn't. Mm-hmm. And I think... It's... Wasn't Paris Hilton in a Scarecrow movie? Probably. I think she was. But again, like, yeah, nobody's heard of so there you go. <laughs> Nobody uses them, and to me, that's one of the creepier fucking things. So why don't we make a horror movie about a Scarecrow? I'm down. We live in fucking Iowa. What right. What do we to do? Right. We yeah. could literally go shoot one in ten minutes. I'm fucking down. I'm down. Let's do it. No, I just don't think there's a lot of them, you know? Obviously, there's there's pumpkins and skeletons and fucking witches and, uh, on Halloween and stuff, but... What about the Scarecrow without a brain in The Wizard of Oz? That's not scary, though. That's fucking stupid. But he didn't have a brain. Right. That's kind of scary if you don't have a brain. No, that's blissful. You don't want a brain? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that's what I like that. Right, like, that's a, right. That's what I'm trying to be. I'm trying I thought to he was more like the cowardly lion, but that's okay. Put him on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> no, that was a good question, though. Um, you're right. There is like a lack of uh, scarecrow movies. There's nothing. So, and then you have night. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, where there is barely any Scarecrow, but the scene that it does have him... There's even less... <coughs> there's less Scarecrow in this movie than there is in this movie's title. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, the the moment that that happens yes. when he does get killed, it's so fucking sad. 100%. And I'm like, man... And, like, does it not, like... I think this movie is definite, definitely inspired other films, such as Halloween 4 and Halloween Kills. Right. Like with the, the mob. The mob mentality. Does, is that not what it's reminiscent of? Yeah. Nudie? Mm-hmm. It's always... <laughs> it's just the the guy, the postmaster, the postman guy. Like, his Charles right. Durning, he's been in a ton of movies throughout his career. and Sadly, he's passed away. But he's, like, so creepy in this fucking movie. And, you, like, I didn't really catch much, you know, when I was younger, but... When the old lady starts screaming at him, like, I know who you are, I know what you are, I know what you do. Like, yep. he was projecting everything onto onto Larry Drake, but he was the one who was the pedophile or whatever. And he right. was probably probably planning down the line to do something to that little girl and blame it on Bubba, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, with it's his... all these, these subtle little things that after you, you watch it a few times, you catch it and you're like, holy shit. Like, I didn't catch that when I was younger. Yeah, I didn't catch that on the first watch. Um, it wasn't until this time. Um, yeah, like it's yeah. it's very dark themed for a TV movie of 1981. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and with with movies like this too, it always highlights to me what's always the creepiest part of like any community. It's always like 
you know, the police officers or whatever that everybody covers for. That that everybody's got their back and it's like, oh man, this person's dangerous just by association, you know? And they get away with anything and they can fucking do anything they want and, and whatever. That to me is fucking scary. When people have power like that and then they turn around and fucking abuse it. It's like, oh Jesus Christ, you know? And that mailman yeah. was the epitome of that. Right. And the, the, the music in this movie was pretty good too. It is. I like Very the music great. in it. Yep, the, I agree. The thing that I was like most confused by in the movie was so like the little girl gets mauled by the dog, right? And Bubba carries her to the house, and he's like, "Bubba, dead, do it." And like. She's just, like, laying there, you know, and then after they shoot him, like, what What made them think that she was fucking dead? Right. And then as soon, like, literally, like, two seconds after they fucking shoot him, they find out that she's alive and well and on her way back home. And right. not mauled at all. Not a splash <laughs> on her. Right. Like, so, like, like what? So, really bad timing. Like, <laughs> like, who gave them the information that she was fucking dead? Right. Right. That, and yeah, also... That idiot did it. <laughs> he went to he went to the postman. He's like, he did it. She's dead. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's that misinformation being spread too. But he's the lawyer the in um in the the two Utes. Plain Smith wasn't he in that movie? Oh, he, uh, yes. Uh, from uh, oh god, uh, my cousin Vinny. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he in and that? He, yes, and he was uh, the dad and son-in-law. And he was also Gordon. He was fucking in Mighty Ducks. Yeah, he was the coach. Yep. What was his name in that? You know, oh, I don't coach know. Riley. He was a hawk, though. Coach Riley. Yeah. <laughs> yep, there he is. Quack quack quack, he Mr. Was, Ducksworth. He was a dick in that too. He was. A huge son, dick. He was in son-in-law with Paulie Shore. Yes, the only thing I could think of when I see him is at the very end of Son-in-Law when they're getting ready to eat Thanksgiving dinner, <laughs> and he goes. Now it's time to eat some grindage. And he, like, twists his fucking face all funny. Like, that's all I can picture anytime I see that dude on the screen. Like, son is one of my favorites. So <laughs> that's my Thanksgiving movie, along with Dutch. No, um, seeing his face in it, though, definitely brought, brought it kind of home for me because I didn't recognize any of these fucking actors other than him, personally. You well, know? what about the dark man or whatever? Oh, yeah, Larry Drake. But he's only you didn't recognize. You didn't recognize Charles Durning. No, he's what's he in? Been in everything. Yeah, uh, the, um, I think I did. The uh, fat guy who died in the corn, the corn thing. He was in Bright, a yeah. Reanimator. Ah, okay. Right on. He's been on like a ton of shit. He was in the Outsiders TV show yeah. and a bunch of stuff. But he's just one of them character actors that you kind of. Just see his face, and you're like, I know that guy. Right, right. Yeah, like, what was weird is, like, the postman Charles Jordan or whatever, like, shot Bubba, and then everybody else just shot, started shooting him up. Mm-hmm. Charles, right. Charles, Durning, Charles Durning was in Dog Day Afternoon. He was one of the cops, and he was in the Muppet movie. Oh, brother, we're out, pal. <laughs> the final countdown. He's been in a ton of shit. Yeah, you've seen yeah. No Brother Where Art Thou, haven't you? Absolutely. And, and yeah, oh wait, yeah, that's right. He's in the <laughs> Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. You're right. You're right. And, but he's also one of those actors that you just recognize. Like I couldn't pinpoint him, but I definitely recognized him for sure. And whether it's a TV movie or not, I mean, this was fucking better than a lot of fucking shit movies that we watch. This is this is better than fucking seventy percent of the movies on Plex, Nudie. Yeah, that's true. Especially fart the movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> fart the movie's kind of a masterpiece. But... Who the fuck is fart the movie? <laughs> is that a real movie? Remember? It's on you Plex. Remember that? You remember that? Because we were like, oh, we should ask Nudie to put this on, and then I scrolled down, and right as I said that, it just says. Fart the movie. <laughs> Dan was like, you won't put Mr. Robot on there, but you'll put Fart the Movie on there. <laughs> Fart the movie is equal. 
<laughs> Part two, I shit myself. I think that's just your autobiography. Right. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> wow. We don't have juvenile humor at all, folks. Not at all. Nunsies. Uh, <laughs> Every, show. Every show. Every <laughs> show. <laughs> um, no, I think my favorite so part, though, is... <laughs> I'm sorry <clears throat> this cough is terrible alright um, I think my favorite part of this movie though is like the fact when they're at the Halloween like class party and everybody's in fucking costumes mm-hmm. and the postman is just literally wearing the same fucking outfit his work outfit the entire fucking movie he, like, doesn't, his costume. Even, he doesn't even change he's just wearing his work uniform <laughs> right right that's his costume yeah. no need to change <laughs> I think the only the year that I did that was there. I wore my Hooters uniform that year. Can you do that this year? No, I don't. I don't fit in that anymore. I'd be busting way more out of it now. You can see Nudie and I's thought bubbles right there. <laughs> yeah. Don't tease us with a good time. Jeez. <laughs> We're gonna take a quick commercial break here. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. This movie overall, it was definitely decent. It was it was fun enough. Um, I thought that the setting was uh, different enough to where it did get my brain moving and and get all the gears turning in terms of like why aren't there more movies kind of like this? The whole like mob mentality and and the guys getting together i mean it kind of in a way and i know it's not the same thing and i'm not going to give away any specific plot details of this because i know you haven't seen it but like something like the burning right now the burning is kind of like this in a way sort of um but with that said it's that's specifically a slasher it knows what it is it's going for something i think this would have been that if it wasn't a TV movie. But it was working in the confines of that. And you know what? To me, that just tells me, okay, we got to kind of take it down a notch to make it palatable for audiences everywhere. And I've never had a problem with that. Like, I'm always about that gateway horror shit, you know? Like, I want people to to be intrigued by this and then we'll fucking you know spring hostile on them you know <laughs> but like but but it, it is good to kind of not necessarily have a movie like this be a straight up fucking gory slasher like i'm okay with it not being one you know yeah you know what i mean because it just yep. it it opens it opens the gateways for other movies to to do that yeah well i feel like this film did inspire other films i know i talked about the the mob mentality with the Halloween films. But I also feel like, um, you know, the, the corn mill scene, death, you know, like there's a similar scene in, you know, the number eight of the Saw franchise, Jigsaw. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, is, is that not exactly the same thing? I mean, yeah, there weren't no knives. Right. 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 It's conceptually the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that was interesting. So I think this film, like it, like I didn't even know it existed until a couple of years ago. Right. But now that I'm online, I see everybody talking about it. My my yeah. thing has always been this. Uh, I always thought it was a piece of shit, and then I realized what a real piece of shit is, and this is like a masterpiece compared to a lot of them. So this is like <laughs> a really it's it's decent though, you know. And honestly, like I I never had any context going into movies like this because I'm always just like. Ah, uh, some shitty 70s, 80s movie, whatever, you know, and, like, disregarded them. But actually going back and, and watching some of them for, for podcasts and stuff like that, that's where you find the good shit, you know? Shit, Nudie made a whole podcast because of that on his show with the commentaries. I mean, how much fun do you guys have doing those where you know you're getting into a fucking shit show, you know? Like, you're very well aware of it. Like, that's half the oh, fun, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah, that's great. I have a great time with those because... We just lap our asses off. And it's good stuff. Right. What is the worst movie you've covered on NFW? Oh. On NFW? Yeah. God, there's so many. Um, yeah, fuck. Yeah, well, there's a lot. I, I, maybe not NFW, but on the Is It Really That Bad? Almost anything we've done on that show. <laughs> I mean, we did that... Um, 
champagne and bullets. And we actually called the director because we found his name on uh, online, and he's a lawyer in L.A. now. <laughs> and we called him up, and he was fucking hilarious. He's like, "Yeah, it's me, your favorite, your favorite movie actor, John DeHart." <laughs> he was great, but uh, but we did um, Ape A P E, and it was a, a rip off of King Kong, and it um, starred the mother from um, Growing Pains. Joanna Kearns, I think her name is. She starred in it. It was fucking hilarious. It was like a this this guy in an ape suit just running around and battling and killing things. He like he beat up a rubber shark <laughs> for the snake. It's hilarious shit. Hello. Oh god damn it! Did we lose I'm you? Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I I feel like sometimes watching bad movies is like really therapeutic. Yeah, it's good shit. Did yeah. the um the guy who directed this, Frank DeFalita, he happened to write the novel Audrey Rose, which there's a movie out there about that too. Oh wow, that's random as fuck, but that's cool. Is that the one about the little girl who like has like a possession? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so this is where, good, where, good where did the mm-hmm come from where did that come from where do you where do you think mm-hmm. who do I, I podcast with willis who do i podcast with there you go it's <laughs> a <laughs> so willis thing he, he, goes, he doesn't do it anymore because we used to make fun of him doing it all the time so now he won't do it no? so i keep it alive <laughs> because, <laughs> nope, he will, like he will not do it no my favorite is like, he doesn't say I'm. He goes, am going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> am Ben Don, birthday bitched. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just, re- just like, be staring at that and just reread it over and over again. And I'm like, I, I just can't make any sense <laughs> of this. <laughs> what was he trying to say? <laughs> I'm getting drunk, bitches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't make them like Willis, do they? No, I think my favorite Willis meme oh. has to be the E.T. one. <laughs> have have <laughs> New Year's bitched and dunk as a skunk. <laughs> He's one of a kind for sure, that guy. What did you think of the kills and Dark Knight of the Scarecrow Newts? I mean, they were well... I mean, like like Dan said, everything was mostly off screen, but they were well thought out, and you know, like the the wood chipper and the corn silo or the grain silo was a pretty decent kill. And then the other douchebag killing everybody on himself. I mean, he killed Bubba's mom and and his other partner tried to save his own ass. But to think that he almost got run over by a or that, that machine that crunches up the field, but and he went right into the pitchfork, which was pretty fucking neat. I mean, uh, yeah, the, you know, the blood the dripping. The mom's death was a little lackluster. She just had a fucking heart attack while he was holding her mouth. I always think of Superman during the scene when he runs in there. She, she, she died fast. <laughs> <laughs> but then he yeah, fucking that... pulled the house up. I mean, that guy was evil. He was pure evil, that guy. Oh, yeah, there yeah. was that random explosion in this made-for-TV movie. There was. That was a milk money explosion. Yeah, milk money. Well, he was cover, covering his ass by making it look like, you know, she accidentally blew up the house instead of murder. <laughs> Oops. So, so he was murder. the one that was murdering everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. so stupid. I mean, he had three kills in the movie. Bubba only had two. Well, okay. Here's right, right. Now, with that said, though, like you know, the misdirection—they're trying to make us think that it's, it's either Larry Drake or like somebody that we're not seeing, right? So I can't say definitively. What was that? They wanted to make you think it was the district attorney. Right, right. So with that said, um, you know. I don't know if definitively you can point to this movie for it, but I'm pretty sure there are scenes with this dude in it 
that like he seems just as confused as we are as to who it could possibly be. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like movies purposefully do this sometimes and I don't really get it, but it's like, why are you showing me this scene of this one person? And again, not picking on this movie, but it's kind of sub. Well, he's the lead. But I know, but like for us, it's like playing a game with us that like he's alone and like he's creeping around the house. Motherfucker, it's you. Like what well, are you creeping I mean, well, for? I think like it's to show like his mental instability. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? Right. Cuz obviously like he's as you called it, postal. Right. Did I say that? You said <laughs> the mailman is postal. Oh yeah, I said he went postal. <laughs> yeah. And then I slowly turned my head and stared at but him. But then you yeah. just forgot you said it. You're welcome, America. You're welcome for bringing it back. It's for you to remember. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> for saving me again. <laughs> that little scene there, the scene at the end where they show the the uh, shifts moving in the in that grinder, that was yeah. actually added on the release. That wasn't on the TV when when they oh. had it. We got a little so that kind of extra. That makes you. That's when you finally, at the end of the movie, you realize, okay, he really was a scarecrow ghost or whatever. Yeah, it's a little confusing. Oh, uh, wait, yeah, that's right. That did happen. I forgot about that fucking part. So, wait a yeah. minute. So, it was, so it was the mailman and him. Well, who, well did, the, who did the scarecrow kill? The guy in the corn feet, the corn thing, and uh, yeah. the, guy, the guy in the wood chipper. So, so who did the mailman kill? So the mailman the only killed Bubba, the mother, and, and the dude with the partner. hat. I, yeah. The hat that I got love stuck that. on the shovel. I was gonna say I love that it got stuck to the shovel. That was a good, a good, uh, a good scene there. <laughs> that was good. He grabs uh, like it and he throws it in the grave. But again, what didn't we talk about this just recently on an episode of Hitchcock where wasn't this dude also subject to like he was digging into things or he was just getting too close to things to where it was just like if he fucking backed off, he wouldn't have had a problem. Like th- this always happens with like the partner or the friend or whatever. It's like, you know, they're going to fucking die. Well, see, I haven't watched this enough. So I thought he like the postman did all the killing. Yeah, th- this is all news to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do remember an excuse. He's always high, but <laughs> right, exactly. Well, no, I really thought like I must have missed something because then I thought like because then at the end like the the scarecrow like the thing is just going off. I thought the little girl set that thing off into motion or something, and then like the pitchfork was just out. But then the thing gets shut off by itself. So I don't fucking know. But like. The pitchfork was out, so the dude runs into it himself. And so, like, the scarecrow, right. I didn't think actually ever killed anybody because he <laughs> ran into it himself. That's a good point. So, yeah, maybe but, it wasn't yeah, anybody. He, he set him up, you know, because he set him up with the pitchfork to make it say that he was protecting himself by killing Bubba because he had a pitchfork, even though they all had shotguns and everything else. But, right. <laughs> yeah, and then at, the end, at the end, he, the scarecrow gives her a flower. So, you know. And you could hear the scarecrow walking around at the, the corn feed, the corn or the grain feeder. You know, you could right. hear him walking around. So, well, I yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess I, you know, you could probably think it that way. But uh, you know, by watching it, and when they show that scene of the of the things moving and him running from it, you know, and then like I, the only thing I that that scene was stupid to me was he could have just ran away from it like the other way. He could have left the right and got out of the way of it, but. That would have, you know, not made for that that epic him running into the pitchfork, which was kind of poetic because he was the one who put the pitchfork there to begin with. Right, you dumb fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, going to have to rewatch it again next year and see if I can hear all these things that Nudie's claiming. No, it's, it's interesting, though. Yeah, because I do remember it being both. And I'm like, well, wait, which one's which? But. It's also like again, that's a perfect excuse to rewatch it again. Because me personally, I probably wouldn't. Well, maybe the sequel will explain things more. Oh, yeah. how many sequels are there? One. One, and it just came out last year. It just came out. I don't think it's the direct sequel. Right. 
Because how would they stupid. do that? You know, Larry Drake is dead and just right. 30 year, 40 years later. What do you mean? All they have to do is literally just put a fucking costume on somebody and now, say that it's, like, made in 82. Do you think they could do this movie today or would they do this movie today in terms of uh, the dude being uh, mentally challenged and shit like that? Like, I feel like all that stuff, everybody's so fucking sensitive, you couldn't even do that. I think the last time that I seen something of that capacity was, like, Straw Dogs. Right. Dominic Purcell in the remake. Right. Um... Well, I mean, I, I guess it, it's, I don't know. I guess they're still making movies like that. Like, if you think about, yeah, like, he's mentally challenged or whatever. But then again, like, in Talk to Me, they're fucking torturing that poor little fucking kid. <laughs> they're the whole movie. So it's I guess it's the fucking same, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think they could, they could make it. I mean, if they kept it pretty much the same and just added the gore to it where you could see the kills, I think it might be all right. You think so? Yeah, see, and that's what I mean. Like, if they double down, because if it wasn't a TV movie, or even now, I mean, what the fuck is a TV? That, that's not even a thing anymore, right? If it was, yeah, they don't no. even do, like, no. Disney made-for-TV movies really anymore, do they? No. Like, right. I remember every year when I was a kid, they had, like, a Disney Channel original Halloween movie coming out. Like, right. they had, like, Don't Look Under the Bed, My Mom's right. Got a Date with a Vampire. So much fun. Like, Under wraps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All that <laughs> shit. Yeah, but now... Now it's all streaming sites, and now <coughs> all of it. It's less that, eventful because of that. Well, they're making all their original content anyways. They still have that. They're yeah. still doing that. Well, they I mean, did Under Wraps one into they like remade Under Wraps, so that was pretty recent. So you I were you were doing... so pissed about that. No, like Mr. I Boogity. Watched, but... Mr. Boogity, exactly. <laughs> oh, Those movies are great. Exactly. When what's right? his name used to, what that Mr. Roper? Who? Not Mr. Roper, but uh. Oh, What's his name? The Incredible Mr. Limpet? Or, like, I, oh, yeah. why Don can I not? Why, Don Knox. Oh, he yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Didn't he used to do a lot of, like, Halloween movies? Uh, a couple. Yeah, we were talking about fucking all the old school Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. We have to yeah. watch that movie. Oh, we're going to watch so good, baby. Tower of Terror. They're on Tower of Terror. Remember Gutenberg and how I kept running into him at the convention? Yeah, he, this was like <laughs> pre-COVID. Dude, it was the weirdest thing ever. He he was dressed in all denim, and it was like like a like it looked. <laughs> he looked had like, rubber gloves on. He had rubber gloves, and he was wearing a mask. And it was this was pre- pre-COVID. So he looked like a fucking serial killer, dude. But like I kept <laughs> just like bumping into him, like literally, he was just walking around a lot. And then finally, like the fifth time of making eye contact with him, I just went Gutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought it was fucking, and he fucking looked at me and nodded because he knew. He's like, "Oh, this little fat bald fuck again." <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Zeke the Plumber from. Why well, you? Yeah, he was. Uh, did you guys notice yeah. Large Marge? That was her! Dan did call that. Boom! I didn't even have to look it up But either. Dan says everybody's Large Marge. He's I like, said, is that yeah, Large Marge? I did say he, he says no, that a lot. No, I don't say it all the time, but I did say it like three times this <laughs> month. She was also in Trick or, Trick or Treat. I didn't know that. Oh, she was on really? Trick or Treat, too, yeah. Dan's wearing a Trick or Treat shirt right now. Hell yeah. Not yeah. that, not that we, one. Trick or Treat. The Sammy Kerr movie. Uh, Sam Hine? <laughs> yeah, same thing. <laughs> Sawin. Sawin. <laughs> Sam Haim. He's uh, Corey Haim's brother. Aww. <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh, all right. All right. Is there anything uh, else we want to talk about with the Dark Knight of the Scarecrow? No, Maybe? I just want to say everybody should watch it. It's one of the scariest TV movies around, and it has a nice 6.7 rating on the IMDb's, so it's popularity is going up on it as well it went up 360 points in the last few days because i guess it's season now so people are starting to look up movies like this again and it's a really good solid 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 tv film from 1981 and it's it's great for 31 days of halloween honestly especially if you're looking for something that you haven't seen before Mm -hmm. um it's got the halloween history and you know it does have fall atmosphere I would say overall it doesn't have like great Halloween atmosphere. It has it a little bit in it. It does um, have some for, for it being a Halloween movie special. Like you're right, it, there could have been more. But aside from that, I think it's a pretty good Halloween flick to watch during this month. Yeah, it was so fun. let's rate this bitch. 
All right, Newt's Magoots, you go first out of five. Out of five, I'm going to give it a solid four. Four pitchforks? <laughs> four pitchforks in Dan's butthole. <laughs> give me more and make sure it's sharp. Fork, yeah. Wow. How many pitchforks do you give it, Danos? I don't know. After that, I just fucking feel violated. He <laughs> <laughs> needs a shower now. Uh, let's say like it's like two and a half. I'd say two and a half out of five, and that's me being generous. I I do think like listen, it was a lot of fun. Um, it definitely it was very evidently a TV movie. So I would have done things a little differently. But then again, I don't make movies, so who the fuck am I? <laughs> <laughs> I think the movie's, like, kind of emotional, obviously. And for, like, 81, I think it's great for made-for-TV. Like, mm. like this is something, like, I know I, like, hate off-screen kills more than anybody. But, like, I'm okay with it in this case, just knowing, like, the history behind it. It's justified, almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. they couldn't, like, I'm surprised they got away with doing what they did. Right. You know, back for 81. So. Right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it four for oh, pitchforks. Nice. So, yeah, Newt's McGoots, why don't you tell everybody where to find you and what you have coming up for NFW? All right, well, we just start in our Halloween shows that are going to be coming out slowly. Um, nice. We got, wait, tomorrow night we're doing three of the Ghostbusters cartoons up from Halloween episodes because Willis oh. picked it. <laughs> so, we'll be doing that tomorrow. So, if you're a fan of the real Ghostbusters, we got three of those coming. We're just going to do it as one episode, so three cartoons in one episode. And then we got All Hallows' Eve, the original, starring the first Art the Clown appearance. That's coming up. And Andrew picked Carnosaur 2, so I don't know if that fits <laughs> in the Halloween movies, but that's his pick. And uh, I don't know. I haven't picked mine yet, but should be good. Should be good. We did Pet Terry 2 with uh, Clancy Brown. That's coming up as well. So we got some good stuff coming. And, uh, you know, the other yeah. shows, it's a, is it really that bad? And it's not horror. We're rolling along with those. We're up to 70 episodes now, and it's not horror. So starting to get there. So, now yeah, you can find them out there on Spotify and iTunes and dark, the Dark Discussions Network. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well, thank you again so much for joining us. As always, Newt's McGee. Yeah, man. We love you. Uh, you can expect that scream popcorn bucket sometime in the century. Um, <laughs> My birthday's coming up. <laughs> yes, it is. November. November 8th. 8th. Why do I think it's the 11th? I always think it's 11 days prior to mine. Just give me a little bit more time, <laughs> Newt. I'm slowly filling it up with something. You got all the time in the world until I die. <laughs> well we love you and we love all you listeners so to wait till episode three i don't know who's going to be on that one because we haven't really scheduled these out but until then i'm Lacey lou and i'm dan chase no, no that was that was a horrible wolf i'm wolf dan wolf dan yes i like yeah. d'angela better it's the same voice all right i'm fucking d'angela then and he's <laughs> hung like d'angela Callback, folks. That's why I get paid the big bucks. Fuck you, Nicky. Bye, everyone. Happy Halloween. Oh, yes, wait a minute, Mr. Bowsman. Wait, wait, hey, hey.